They called us deplorables. They shut down our country. They say our thoughts are disinformation. Our response, The Rob Carson Show. Final hour of The Rob Carson Show on a Wednesday. AG of the state of Texas, Ken Paxton, joins us at the bottom of the hour to talk about busted illegals to uh, bastions of liberalism that call themselves sanctuary cities, and they're not embracing it very well. They're just not Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, not crazy about it. And, uh, and of course, uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice in uh, Chicago, uh, she's not happy about it either, Lori Lightfoot. I mean, it, you don't want a sanctuary city. It means come on in. They're fine with sanctuary country. Just don't come to our city. You, you, you little people down there at the border, you can deal with it. You can have your, uh, your uh, shelters overrun and all that. But isn't that just the way it is? Isn't that just the way uh, let them eat cake liberals always act? It's true. That's the way they are. Kind of funny that way. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the election of uh, 2020. I, uh, I still believe it was stolen. You know why? Because uh, I'm not stupid. Just what makes this senile old man think he can be pres when he can't. Everyone knows this man can't keep from pooping his pants. He won the live vote, the dead guy vote, the fake ballots pulled out of, of your sky. Oh. Never mind, sorry. He isn't really president, just a resident. He was chosen by mail. Woo! The only thing that he knows how to do every day, screwing me and you. Only thing that Joe can do is to fail. It's my opinion, and I'm entitled to it, by the way. No, I, I, I really mean it. Dems have got no hope with this old dope. He has not met a gal that he won't grope. Biden has got a broken brain. His VP is lame. Kamala's been a big flop. Whoops, there goes Biden on the ground. On his keister, Joe is usually found. Whoops, Joe Biden, he is going kerplop. Now, you know, uh... I've said the reason why I think the election was stolen because I'm not stupid. Because they get tired of presenting all the evidence and then having the left say, It's a big lie! It's a big lie! And then, uh, then I say, well, you know, uh, you also said that about Hunter Biden's laptop, which was covered up by the FBI and the Biden administration. And then uh, there was also the whole, uh, you know, COVID-wearing uh, masks. And I've always said from day one that wearing a cloth mask to prevent COVID, the most deadly virus supposedly, is, is basically the same as wearing a cowboy hat to uh, go scuba diving. So there, there was that. And then uh, the school closing thing, uh, that proved out that was falderall. All it did was just destroy children's lives and and then there's a oh yeah russia collusion which rachel maddow who no longer is showing her face in public effectively because for two years she said that that donald trump colluded with russia to throw the election in 2016 when he had absolutely zero russia had no no uh reason to want donald trump in the white house but they had every reason to want hillary clinton in the white house 
because she had already been bought and paid for. That said, that's why I believe the election was stolen. And I'm never going to stop believing that. I'm going to not stop believing. I'm going to hold on to that feeling because the facts are with me. The left right now, the Democrat Party, they are trying to put out the circles on a burning twister board. (laughs) And and over here is uh, Joe Biden. Uh, It turns out that uh, it was a raid of Mar-a-Lago, and it was a a giant sweeping raid where they grabbed everything, including clothing items and passports. Oop, there goes that right hand red. Sean Fire, better put that out. Whoa, whoa, wait, over here on the left down here, uh, we've got uh, new reports that the FBI colluded to throw the election and cover up Hunter Biden's laptop. That's uh, that's left foot blue, you know, it's on fire, and all of these fires are happening, and, and When you try to cover up that many lies, it's going to fail. And the only way you can win briefly is by force. And that's what they're trying to foment right now. That's what the left is trying to foment right now by calling uh, the left, by the left, by calling uh, Trump supporters uh, fascists who want to destroy the democracy. Yeah. It doesn't get any more inflammatory than that. It really doesn't. There's, there's nothing more you can say that, as far as words of war, there's nothing more you can say to broadcast your intention and feelings about the opposite party. There's no doubt about it. And, and honestly, if you're down with it, then surely you would be down with it if the shoe were on the other foot. But of course, MSNBC and uh, CNN—they uh, they aren't gonna, you know, they aren't gonna be playing. Kathy Griffin, who's a uh, comedian who honestly will never be able to reinvent herself. I mean, her career is effectively over. She held up a bloody head of uh, Donald Trump uh, uh, in effigy uh, a couple years ago, and that was her big, uh, you know, thing. Got her some attention because honestly, nobody wants to see her comedy anymore because she's obnoxious as hell. <clears throat> anyway. She tweeted that uh, uh, those who do not want the U.S. to descend into civil war should support Democrats. So basically saying that uh, if, uh, if uh, Republicans win in the 2022 midterms, that she and her party are going to start a civil war. If you uh, don't want a civil war, vote for Democrats in November. If you want a civil war, vote Republican. Well, I've got to tell you, I'm not really that concerned about a civil war with the left because they're so bleeping stupid, uh, they wouldn't know how to hold a gun the right way. And when it finally went off, they'd drop it on the ground and go, Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God! Please keep up this rhetoric. Please keep it up through November the 8th. Keep kicking that pit bull. Do it, do it, do it. It's been, uh, people have uh, reacted to it. Christina Wong of Breitbart remarked that sounds like a threat. It's really not a threat because she's so just, just, I mean, a nobody. Really, I mean, she's just a nobody. But she is uh, saying the the quiet part out loud, which is the uh, left's dream. And they talk a big talk, and they, and you know, they're like the sucker punchers in New York. They walk up behind you, and they'll, you know, hit you when you're not looking, knock you out, maybe kill you or injure you. That's what Antifa does. <clears throat> they never face you face to face and tell you those things to your face. 
but they spout off on uh, social media and they say idiotic things like that that are fomenting violence. That's what it really is. It's all that it is. Uh, let's see. I've got some audio here that I want to share. I got some audio. Hold on one second. Let me find it here. Oh, uh, the View. Yeah, the new. They got a new host on the View. She's supposedly going to be the voice of. Uh, she's going to be the voice of the uh, of Republicans. Apparently, on the View. Hold on, I've got it right here. I've got it right here. Uh, the View. The View. The View. Hold on. I, I got to run my own audio, so I apologize for that. Let me look over here on this here and type in view and to talk about this new, uh, yeah, the view, the view. Okay, so the view uh, falsely claimed that Mar-a-Lago wasn't raided. Uh, and then uh, uh, they, of course, have been talking about uh, attacking uh, Republican ver- uh, viewers and, uh, you know, supporters. Uh, and uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar uh, are mocking Republicans uh, for being offended by being called enemies of the state. And then they got this new... Uh, a cast member named uh, Alyssa Farrah Griffin, and she supposedly uh, works for the Trump administration, and uh, and all of this. And you know, she's not. She's a she's a, a sellout. Uh, she's a, a faker, and she's a uh, you know she's willing to play the uh, the the game with the View. Here's the View sitting around, uh, pick a little, talk a little, talking about uh, sixty to seventy percent of Republicans are uh, extremists who want to cause a civil war. The term semi-fascist to Republicans. Do I think Donald Trump's to a semi-fascist? MAGA Republican. To MAGA okay, Republican. Okay, be specific. Okay, that's true. Right. I think Donald Trump is. I think the vast majority... That's, uh, that's that new uh, co-host there, uh, Miss Farrah Griffin. majority of his supporters are not. I think they are good people who want an economy... Yeah, and if, if Donald Trump was a fascist, those good people wouldn't, uh, wouldn't follow him. They wouldn't support him. So please, you've already lost your argument on your first day on the job. ...that works for them, who saw more money in their paycheck under Donald Trump. And my fear is this. I think Biden wants to be a uniter, but I don't think that... that oh, dear God, please. That speech was uniting. Six. No one would say those words if they want to unite. Dear God in heaven, are you that stupid? To 70% of Republicans, I'm not even saying MAGA Republicans or this Republican, 60 to 70% of Republicans believe that Donald Trump is the leader of their party. Oh, yeah, and he is, by the way. Uh, just ask Liz Cheney. And so if you are saying that he is a fascist... What are they? Well, he's not a fascist. You may be saying it doesn't mean it's true. If you are saying that he is a white supremacist, what are they? Right. If you see, are saying the- that he is a racist, what are they? If you are saying it, you see. Nobody else is. You're just targeting him that way. You're just calling him those things. And then when we say, no, no, he isn't, then say, well, then you are. Because if you follow... Dear God, welcome to the sixth grade playground. Someone that has hate in their heart. and I believe- Like who? Really? Really, lowest unemployment rate for uh, blacks in American history. If uh, Donald Trump is a white supremacist, he's the worst white supremacist in the history of white supremacy. Believe that he does, then you are complicit. As who believes? As who believes? I'm sorry. That he does, then you are complicit. Hold on. And that has hate in their heart, and I believe that he does. I don't care what you believe, doofus. Then you are complicit. In that. Okay, I'm down. Okay, you want to call me that? Go. Dude, please, draw a line in the dirt right there in front of you with your foot. Just go, yeek, and see how MAGA Republicans respond. And you don't get a cash. And then, then the applause line comes on and the light comes on and everybody's supposed to, you know, the fluffed audience has to respond in a positive fashion as they spew more idiocy. Let's go to Don in Salinas, California. Hello there, Don. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? 
Well, Rob, I, I wanted to say this, uh, this stuff that was grabbed at Mar-a-Lago needs to be confiscated from the FBI's uh, custody. Because as predicted, the leaks, both real and fake, are coming out. And if this was really secret squirrel, top secret, your eyes only stuff, why is the New York Post, the New, the New York Times and the Washington Post given carte blanche access to it? I mean, come on, this is, this is ridiculous. This stuff was safer under Trump's control than under the FBI's. You're right, Don. And and there is the possibility that uh, this uh, special master uh, could uh, say basically everything that the FBI gathered at Mar-a-Lago is uh, is off limits. And and the raid was specious. And consequently, the FBI would lose everything they tried to do with regard to this uh, blanket search warrant that was unconstitutional. Go ahead. I, I think the FBI knows that. The Justice Department knows that. So they're they going to spread out everything they got yes. under the eyes of the, of the, the, the leftist uh, media yeah. and, and, and try to ruin Trump that way. It's the court of public opinion, Don. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying into the court of public opinion. They're trying to inspire rage and hate. Think about all the rage and hate, like what I just played from The View, from Joe Biden's speech last week. Does that sound like a, a Justice Department that's really down with, you know, justice? No, no, not, not one a, little not bit at all. All right, not Don, I got to run, buddy. Thank you for the phone okay. call, bro. It's always great to hear from you. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show. If you live in this country and aren't down with freedom of speech, maybe you should move down to Cuba. It's the Rob Carson Show. All the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist, you're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's, f*** you. War. That is hero, Andrew Bitebart. Didn't Kathy Griffin say that about us uh, yesterday? Yeah. Andrew Bite. Breitbart uh, met an untimely end, but he was a, uh, he was a, uh, he was way ahead of the time. He was way ahead of his time. He inspired a lot of people. His spirit still exists. He saw the writing on the wall. He died 10 years ago. And he knows what we're up against. He knows that there are people who really, 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 really hate America and have spent the last 50 years trying to get us to hate America. And it ain't working. It is not working at all. So uh, Peter Ducey decided to confront uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre because, uh, you know, today the AP came out and said, oh, yeah, definitely the 2020 election was perfectly fine. Uh, no, no reason to look at it any further, even though the AP covered up Hunter Biden's laptop story and Russia collusion hoax and all that and all that. But we're supposed to believe him today. Oh, it's settled, settled, uh, you know, settled science, as it were. Well, KJP, uh, she tweeted a bunch of times, not only about uh, Hillary Clinton losing the election, which she disputed, but also a Georgia uh, election as well for governor. And here is uh, Peter Ducey confronting Corinne Jean-Pierre. On the MAGA Republicans, you tweeted in 2016 oh, I knew Trump stole an oh. election. You I was waiting, Peter, when you were going to ask me that question. Well, okay, here we go. <laughs> you tweeted Trump stole an election. You tweeted Brian Kemp stole an election. If denying election results yeah. is extreme. I believe this makes her an enemy of the state, an enemy of democracy, also a uh, conspiracy theorist. Now. Yeah. 
Why so they let's pay? let's be really clear that that comparison that you made is just ridiculous. I have. Been, oh no, no, not at all. They're your tweets or your words. And yeah. I have, they're your thoughts, and they're few and far between. Have been well. You're asking me. You're asking me a question. Yes. Let me answer it. And Here she is. She's uh, uh, she's filibustering and searching for a response. That's what she's doing. Ridiculous. Let me be clear. That's the first sign. I was. I was talking specifically at that time of what was happening with voting rights and the what was in danger of voting rights. That's what I was speaking to. You're you're so high. I mean, where do you get that great weed you're smoking? At the time. And here's the thing. I have said Governor Kemp won the election in Georgia. I've been clear about that. Uh, I have said President Trump won the election of 2016, and I've been clear about that. What we are talking about. Oh, no, you haven't been clear about anything. Not one little bit. Otherwise, you wouldn't have tweeted that. And for those who haven't heard the montage of Democrats screaming that the election was stolen in 2016, literally for four years without anybody being called fascistic, here it is. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. Boo frickity who You lost. How can you win with Russian interference, that's, That's real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Right. I think he's a Is that Charlemagne the God? Legitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice president? I believe you should call those people a threat to democracy. <laughs> you should have a, a big rally and a big speech, an invite only, because nobody would show up at, uh, at Independence Hall in Philadelphia and and, and, and to cover the building in red communist light. Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election, and he was put into office because the Russians interfered. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. You see, only some opinions are covered by the Second Amendment. And we discovered in the last couple of years that any uh, opinion that you have that differs with the government is disinformation. That's why I say dissent is, uh, is not disinformation. That's just a, a word that they came up with. They were copying uh, Joseph Stalin. Here's uh, Hillary Clinton saying that uh, Donald Trump is seditious, which generally, if I'm not mistaken, means a prison sentence or a death. What's your takeaway about the January 6th committee and Donald Trump's? You mean the one-side kangaroo court where there was no cross-examination? Actions. I would not be honest if I didn't say I think there was a seditious conspiracy against the government of the United States. Well, why didn't that come out in the impeachment? That's what was supposed to come out of the impeachment. The impeachment that after happened after he left office that showed nothing. And that's a crime. Led and by Donald Trump. Led by Donald Trump, encouraged by Donald Trump. You know, I was the Secretary of State. I spent you know, many days on airplanes, flying from place to place, encouraging people uh, to have a real selling influence. You know, real democracy, and one of the hallmarks of a real democracy. We're not a democracy. Is the peaceful transfer of power? Um, was I happy when I beat Donald Trump by nearly three million votes, but lost the electoral college? No, I was not happy. See, that's why the electoral college exists, so uh, east and west coast elites can't own the country and wreck it like Joe Biden has done the last couple of years. Honestly, girl, uh, Sarah, just go. Do something. Do something. I don't know. I'd say work at Walmart, but Walmart wouldn't have you. Ken Paxton, the AG of uh, Texas, joins us next. Don't go anywhere.
Bob Carson Show. Last half hour of the show, we saved the best for last. One of my favorite guests uh, and people, actually, as a uh, political broadcaster, is the Attorney General for the great state of Texas, Ken Paxton, and he joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. Just uh, enjoying the, the great weather in uh, Texas. Yeah, and uh, football season's coming up. I know that's not a big deal in Texas. No, I'm kidding, no, no. of course. We don't care about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to talk uh, first and foremost because as soon as I mention your name or the state of Texas, immediately what comes to mind is that uh, you're beginning to really fight against this invasion of our southern border, and you are graciously sending illegals invited into the country uh, illegally, uh, flooding the country illegally, and you're putting them on buses and you're providing them luxury coach transportation to uh, sanctuary cities run by Democrats like New York and D.C. and and uh, places like that. And uh, the mayors of those cities, despite being sanctuary cities, not too crazy about that. Uh, what kind of blowback are you getting, you and the governor, getting with regard to sending illegals to sanctuary cities? Well, i got to give the governor, uh, Governor Abbott, a lot of credit for, for doing this because it highlights the hypocrisy of these, of these mayors who have created sanctuary cities talking about how great it is for these people, to, these illegals, to be in their cities. And yet when it actually happens, these mayors are critical of our governor calling them names. They're not critical of the Biden administration causing the problem. And uh, they're struggling with uh, the problem of dealing with a few illegals in their, in their city. I think you ought to send a million. I, I'm, I'm absolutely not kidding. I mean, you look at the suffering. Give me, an, uh, give me a snapshot of the suffering that people in Texas are enduring. Landowners... You know it, give, me, give me a snapshot. Yeah, it's almost hard to measure because we're talking about 5,000 people a day coming across our border. And, and the cost of that, the, the, both the economic and social cost of that, is I don't think we're going to understand for years. But we no. do know that we have higher crime rates. We know that we have significantly higher costs because we have to take care of health care and education. And we also know that we have a huge drug problem that's only getting worse because the yeah. border is – is wide open for the cartels to transport their drugs. So there, this, this issue of crime and drugs and cartels and organized crime is being encouraged by the White House, by the Biden administration, and it's going to not just affect border states. We're all going to be border states. And, you know, Chicago, New York, and Washington are just a, getting a taste of it. But it's not over for the rest of the country. You know, I, uh, I used to believe, and I, and I do believe the Democrats believe, that if you brought enough people across the border, you could get them to vote for the Democrat Party. You could promise them all sorts of, uh, you know, the right to vote as a non-citizen. Uh, you, you know, a hotel room. I mean, luxury hotel room in, in New York that I couldn't afford with my family. But you can come across the southern border and stay in one of these glorious hotels. All of these things. And, and Democrats just kind of expected that, uh, that these brown people coming across the border would vote for them. Well, it turns out uh, that those people coming across the border value life and faith, among other things. So that part of the equation, I think, is effectively uh, moot. But I do still believe that the reason being, if you if you are a follower of uh, Cloward Piven and the destruction of the of the country wholesale and all of the fronts on which we are being attacked by our federal government, that this is kind of where we're headed. This is meant to destroy and disrupt our country, particularly fentanyl with kids. There's no reason why that has to come across in such quantities. But the, the Biden administration is saying n nothing about it at all. Nothing about it at all. So why is this still happening, sir? Well, let's, they're not only not saying anything about it, they're actually creating the, the problem. But certainly the, the cartels are a part of it. But 
when the cartels know that the Border Patrol agents are going to be busy doing logistics, transporting people around and processing them, they also, the cartels are very aware that the border then is, is unmonitored in the way it has been in the past. And as a result, they know it's a lot easier to transport drugs, including fentanyl. And the Biden administration knows this as well. They're, they are willing to trade American children who are going to die for more illegals coming into our country. That's, that's clear. And they, they, just like they're willing to trade many of these migrants dying on the way, whether they die in the, in the river because of flooding or they die in, in trucks because they're hiding oh, or, for, or they die of dehydration, dehydration, the Biden administration knows they're going to see more of this. They're going to see more deaths from fentanyl. And yet they will continue to push this policy. Uh, Myra Flores is a, uh, I think, kind of a, uh, a bellwether for what is coming as far as, uh, well, as like Joe Biden likes to call them, Latinx people, which, you know, people who are Latinos and Latinas actually hate. Uh, what about Myra Flores? What about that movement of people who are here, uh, who came from, say, Mexico or Central or South America, uh, who are proud of the country and don't want this to happen? Do you suppose the tide is turning in their direction? Yeah, it's pretty exciting, actually, because I think Myra Flores is indicative of what's happening in Texas and and what's happening in a lot of the border states. Many Hispanics are realizing that the Democratic Party has 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 have left them behind and left them with uh, less ability to to create jobs and wealth. These are faith families. They're hardworking. They, They care about their family, about their faith. And they're realizing the Democratic Party isn't doing anything to help them. As a matter of fact, they're, they're making it much more difficult as they encourage illegal immigration. They're making it more difficult for them to have great jobs, and they're also impinging upon what they believe is good for their fa- family and, and their faith. Let me ask you, since you are the AG of Texas, uh, the Mar-a-Lago raid, the uh, special master that has been allowed to be able to look at the FBI, what they uh, what they grabbed in their raid. We know the clothing items, passports, medical records, attorney client privileged information. What do you suppose is the possibility that this raid will effectively be tossed by this judge? Look, I'm hopeful that that happens, uh, and I think this FBI raid is also indicative of, of a problem with law enforcement. The fact that they they are that they're willing to do this to a, to a, a former U.S. president tells you that they're not afraid to go after anybody, and yes, and it doesn't matter if they're going on a fishing expedition or whether they're trying to stretch into something else to hurt him from running in, in future elections. This is where we are, and I think if we don't deal with the fact that our, our federal law enforcement officials are becoming very political and potentially corrupt, we, we are going to be in trouble as a country because if, if they go after him and they go after uh, Republicans, eventually they'll go after all of us. Well, what do you suppose those 87,000 IRS agents are for? I think it's exactly that. They Boom. Never gave a reason, they, they never gave a Boom. reason why they needed to more than double the size of the IRS, <laughs> except they want to come after people like you and me. It is, uh, it's remarkable, to be quite honest. Now, um, have you had the opportunity to visit with uh, Missouri Attorney General uh, Eric Schmidt or Louisiana Attorney General uh, Jeff Landry about this uh, lawsuit with regard to um, the uh, Biden administration being involved with uh, uh, Meta, which was formerly Facebook and Twitter? Uh, uh, beyond the DOJ, Meta identified 32 additional federal officials, including White House officials, communicated with them, and YouTube identified 11 federal officials, including White House officials, who communicated with them, many of whom were not disclosed by the DOJ. Uh, how big is this bleep storm going to get? 
Well, look, I don't, I don't know. This is one of those lawsuits. They're both doing an amazing job. But a lot of times these lawsuits were, were sort of all in together. This one was one they, they, uh, they did themselves. And so I don't have a lot of details, but I'm not surprised by any of it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad they're, they're pursuing this because I think it's an important issue for the American people to know about. And the fact that there is very likely collusion between the federal government and these, these tech companies. I mean, we have a lot of our own lawsuits against Google and Facebook and Twitter and and, and we're seeing the same thing. It is uh, remarkable. I have said for a very long time that uh, the reason why I think the election was stolen was I'm not stupid. The reason I thought that uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was real is because I'm not stupid. All of these things, I say I'm not stupid because I have enough evidence, I have enough common sense to realize that something is beyond uh uh, beyond the pale with regard to corruption, and I get tired of trying to explain myself to uh, to uh, liberals everywhere. Today, the AP essentially on Twitter, which by the way helped cover up Hunter Biden's laptop story, collaborated allegedly with the FBI to cover that up. They say there's no evidence of widespread voter fraud in 2020. End of story. This two years after Donald Trump left office and two months before a midterm election. What do you have to say about the AP suddenly saying this and trending on Twitter? Well, look, it, it, they've been they've been pushing this message, and it, there was what was the Shakespeare line: "The lady doth protest too much." Yes, the fact that they're so uh, so like uh, I don't know, just so focused on this idea that we can't even talk about it tells you everything you need to know. You, you said you're not stupid. I'm not stupid either. I know as attorney general that we had we were prosecuting hundreds of voter fraud cases. And I also know what we had to do to stop the mail-in ballot fraud in our state. We had to win 12 lawsuits to stop what happened in Georgia and Pennsylvania and these other states. Had we not been, done that, we would have been counting ballots in Harris County and Travis County, just like the other states were. And Texas would have gone to uh, Joe Biden as well. So I know what they did. It's obvious. They use mail-in ballots to cheat, and and I don't know why should we, we should be afraid to talk about it other than that the liberal media and the tech companies tell us not to. It's because they called it, they labeled it disinformation. And Joseph Stalin came up with the word disinformation in 1923. He created a department of disinformation. A lot of people died because of that department, and our DHS literally created it and then got rid of it. Don't you think that every time they use the word disinformation, that uh, that they know we know the truth? Because that's what I—that's one of my mantras. Look, the one thing that we should never be afraid of is shedding light on what actually happened. And when they start telling you not to talk about something because it's somehow bad for America to discuss it, that's when you know there's a problem. Because that's usually what governments, tyrannical governments, do. They start telling you you can't talk about certain issues or you're causing problems and we need to investigate you, we need to put you in prison. That's what tyrannical governments do. And that's why, why should we should be on guard. Because when our government starts saying those types of things, that is red flag, red flag, red flag. Yeah. And speaking of red, the uh, president of the United States, with all of the things that we're suffering through right now, uh, 35 percent of Americans are not they cannot afford on a 40 hour work week their home, their utility bills and their food. Joe Biden chooses to bathe Independence Hall in communist red and shake his fist and declare half of America the enemy of the state.
This is unprecedented in American history, as was the Mar-a-Lago raid. I said that all of this stuff, things were going to get really big, really ugly, and really weird before November the 8th. What do you have to say about all of the events of the last two months culminating in the speech with Joe Biden in Philadelphia? I think it's the same thing. It's a, it's a president that's, that realizes that the things he's done harm the American people. And, and, I, and I challenge anybody to, to challenge that statement, whether it's, you know, inflation, energy, Afghanistan. There's, they have purposely done many of these things to harm, the, harm, our, harm our nation. And now the way to deal with that is to hide it and talk about how bad the people are that disagree with these horrendously bad policies and threaten them as if they're, they're un-American or they're bad people. It's just exactly what you're talking about. In, in, in countries that are not free, this is exactly what the government does. Yeah, dissent is not disinformation. We have always been, ent- been entitled to an opinion, whether it is factually correct or not, whether it is uh, it strays from the government narrative or not. We have always been afforded that right by the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States. This is all nonsense. This is all falderall. Uh, Governor, or, uh, I'm sorry, A.G. <laughs> Paxton, um, what are you working on right now? What, is, what do you got on the plate right now? Well, I'm trying to get reelected in Texas. Uh, yes, sir. A radical, a radical opponent who would disagree with everything you and I believe in, including uh, she told she told the the, the 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 her people that if she was elected, she'd do everything she could to maneuver around uh, Texas law. And then, of course, we've got our 32 lawsuits against the Biden administration to keep it as pretty busy. Now, um, let me just ask: Is the, your opponent is uh, is she uh, going to avoid uh, debates because that's happening in uh, Pennsylvania? It's also happening in New York. Look, I have no idea what she's going to do. I just keep uh, doing my job and. and- yeah. Spending time talking to, to Texans, and I, I'm pretty confident in the end it's going to be a successful campaign. Uh, these radical Democrats are being funded uh, massively by leftists. What can our audience, what can my audience do to uh, help your candidacy, sir? Because I would really like to see you uh, to stay uh, k- kicking butt and taking names. Well, go to KenPaxton.com, contribute, and certainly encourage your friends uh, to, to support our campaign in Texas. You have friends in Texas. And then our uh, at Ken Paxton TX is our, our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All right. Well, Godspeed and God bless, my friend. And hopefully some uh, good things are going to happen after November the 8th. Thanks for taking your time today. I appreciate it. We'll have you on again before the election if you, would, if you wouldn't mind. Absolutely. Thanks, Rob. Have a great day. All right. Ken Paxton, AG of Texas. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. first year in office summed up in three words. Welcome back, Carter. That's not right. It's not fair to us. And honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's the Rob Carson Show. So the CDC uh, has approved a, another shot, another round of shots, another booster that wasn't even tested on humans. It was tested on mice. To show you, uh, you know, where the uh, CDC uh, is with regard to uh, COVID nonsense, um, it, it looks like they're saying that young children may need multiple flu shots this year. As experts prepare for a devastating influenza season, the American uh, Academy of Pediatrics is recommending some people between the ages of uh, six months and uh, under the age of eight to receive two flu shots this year. 
And, of course, uh, Ashish Jha, the COVID czar who's been wrong about everything, he said you also need to get to, well, they're, they're going to make the COVID vaccine an annual thing, like a flu shot. Uh, I haven't taken the regular one, so I'm certainly not going to take an annual shot, particularly with all these young athletes around the world dying suddenly from uh, cardiac arrest. Uh, here is Ashish Jha yesterday saying that uh, the two arms that God gave you are for uh, multiple vaccines from the government. I really believe this is why God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. All right, let's hear that again, because it's just so off the hook, absurdly uh, idiotic and insulting. I really believe this is why God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. Well, you know, uh, God gave me two metal fingers. Uh, There's one on my right hand and there's one on my left hand. And you can't see it right now, but one of those middle fingers is pointed at Ashish Jha for saying that. And the other one is pointed in the direction of Washington, D.C. at one Joseph Robinette Biden right there. I think that's what maybe maybe God created my two middle fingers for just that purpose. I could be wrong. Or just for that jerk who uh, cut me off in traffic. Either one of those things. Oh, that's funny. You know what I think we, I, I think before we go, I have to play the uh, latest offering from Jim Gossett about John Fetterman running for Senate in uh, Pennsylvania. Hey, Mr. Fetterman, why won't you debate? He won't debate with anybody. You must think that Dr. Oz would really beat you. He had a stroke. Hey, Mr. Fetterman, this could seal your fate. Your cowardice debating could defeat you. Fetterman's a phony, he's not worked a single day. He must think that it's okay to lounge around and play on daddy's money. He's got experimental facial hair. He only paid a dollar for the condo where he stays. What are you, 18? His own bills he never pays. And I'm amazed that people do not find this funny. (laughs) Hey, Mr. (laughs) Fetterman, soon you'll be found out. (laughs) You're afraid of Dr. Oz, we know that much is true. I'll be scared of any doctor. Hey, Mr. Fetterman, you're protected, there's no doubt, by the liberal media enabling you. Yeah, Kathy Hochul is also saying she's not going to debate her uh, opponent in uh, in New York. So that's what they're going to try and do. They're going to rely on uh, donor money from outside of the state and, uh, and uh, the slavish media uh, sucking up to them. So... Uh, anyway, if you want to check out any of those parodies that we do or any of the great guests like Ken Paxton, the AG from Texas, uh, the podcast available every day right now. We want to get a million downloads a month, and we're well on the way. We're real close. So uh, go to uh, Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, go to all of them, Rob Carson Show, or if you want a full listing, go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. Let's get it over a million, shall we? I greatly appreciate your support. Let's come back, wrap things up in a second. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. Do you find yourself turning on the news and feeling hopeless? Open borders, spending on crazy, increasing crime, indoctrination of our kids, inflation, the list goes on and on. There is something you can do now. Buy from companies that believe what you believe. We need to stick together now more than ever, and there has been one company willing to fight for our God-given values since 2012. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as all the major carriers. 
Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, your constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responder heroes. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Carson or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code CARSON. They offer special discounts for veterans and first responders and for multi-line discounts. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Carson or call 972-PATRIOT. They called us deplorables. They shut down our country. They say our thoughts are disinformation. is our response, The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. Uh, a lot of stuff to get to, a lot of stuff on the plate, as it were, including Dave Rubin, the host of the Rubin Report. Uh, he's going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour, and uh, I just, I'm a big fan. I'm a really big fan of his work. Uh, also going to get into, uh, let's see, what do I got here on that head? Oh, 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 I got to get into California and their Green New Deal joke. They literally had to start up a four big um, fossil fuel, uh, natural gas operated uh, generators to keep the lights on some places. And, and I've been posting memes on uh, social media. Literally, there are people in California who have gas generators in the driveway charging up their electric cars because they're a stupid. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna get to that <laughs> as the show progresses. Uh, last hour, and I don't know if you knew this, uh, uh, AOC is on the cover of GQ. Um, apparently, GQ is identifying as a female magazine, uh, possibly Vanity Fair. And she says that America hates women. She'll never be the president because America hates women. And, and I'm just going to say right now, I'm going to sit down. Just call. I'm going to put a woman on the air, even though most of you hate women. And I know it's a big career risk. I should only have men on the show. But I'm going to go ahead and put Barbara from Baltimore on the show, risking personal injury because so many people hate women. Hi, Barb. You are a woman, right? I mean, you, you always have been a woman. Yes, I am. Yes, I have always been one. Yes. <laughs> yes. What do you think about AOC saying that America hates women there, Barbara? You know, she's such a clown. She's such a clown. I don't know how she got that degree in economics, but I think she's probably one of the dumbest women I've ever, ever heard speak in my life. Uh, and, and that victimhood of hers. But, you know, the real victims are the women who are being hurt and killed and murdered and raped across this country and yeah. and, and all the victims, people getting yeah. cold cocked. That, that commercial that I saw, is it should be played by every conservative running for an office there's only going to be one solution i had this conversation with someone just today yeah law and order it may take in some areas the national guard may need to come in we need strong governors who are going to take back our streets we're yeah. in uh, the the democrat party is absolutely and no doubt the party that is the enemy of the people barbara why, why? i want to i need to know why 
I mean, uh, so many people ask, why is the, the for instance, okay, here's something. Uh, the White House, they, they apparently they did not vet very, very well with regard to people who came into the country from Afghanistan. Does this come as a big surprise? They, they literally, the, uh, the uh, uh, Homeland Security has uh, put out a damning report vetting flaws may have allowed national security threats into the U.S. after they were evacuated from Afghanistan. These are people who are terrorists, okay? These are the same kind of people they, they have the same modus operandi as the people who flew planes into buildings, the Pentagon, and a field in Pennsylvania. Not only are we letting them in from Afghanistan, but also the southern border. I'm yeah. trying to make sense of this, but all I can say, uh, what I'm distilling it into, this is the Marxist dream of the class of 1968. This is all part of the plan, ball, Barbara. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is absolutely, and it's culminating. It's all coming together. It started with it did start with Lyndon Baines Johnson with the Great Society, getting yes. everybody used to sucking on uh, benefits from the government. And yep. those benefits, starting in the late '60s, for those of us who are older, we realized all that money that went into the war on poverty actually fueled drugs, all kinds of criminal activities. Democrats were running these cities, and that's when. A lot of the machinery and the money was flowing in from that war on poverty. And, and look at what it left. Look yeah. at every city in this country that is like Baltimore. You've got people being shot on live television in yeah. Memphis, Tennessee. Who would yeah. ever think that you see something like that? Here, Barbara, I want to play this. I'm going to play a little bit of this PSA that you're talking about here real quick. Let me see if I can get it to uh, fire up for you. Here it comes. Hold on. For nearly 30 years, crime was falling in the United States. No more. The national murder rate is at its highest in 25 years. The result of far-left policies that leave innocent Americans at the mercy of violent criminals. You've seen the images. Subway. Barbara, I mean, have you seen anything like this in your life? Never in my life, and I'm telling you, that's what happens when you have... It's almost like, you know that movie Kurt Russell played in? I think we like... Escape from New York. Is it Escape from New York? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. You know, that's exactly what we're living with and what the Democrat Party has done. This is evil. This is Marxist. They're trying to destroy this country. They don't care what they do to anyone on the way. And that means all of us. They're starting out with conservative, but it's everyone. And... That speech that he made the other day. Oh, dear Lord. Every, uh, that should just put us on point. What oh, yeah. we need to do is vote these vote for Republicans. I'm very excited about Dan Cox. He's getting Good. moving. He's Good. moving on the move in Maryland, going different places. Uh, I'm just waiting to see that big bus with that um, Cox written all over it, going yeah. to different places. I'm hoping he will get that going. Yeah. Uh, lots of people are out on the street. We have got we got to pull them across the the, the line and with I know. all the and with the rhinos, Rob. You know, all we can do, I say, everybody, even hold your nose if you have to, get them in, get them in. But then we will hold them accountable by watching how they vote and report back to the people how they're voting now, now, on issues. Barbara, can you imagine? Can you imagine the the uh, glory that would be if Dan Cox won Maryland? Dan uh, or uh, uh, Bastiani. Uh, Pat, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, D- uh, Doug Bastriani. Sorry, I had a little brain fart there. Not quite as yeah, bad as uh, John Fetterman. About. Yeah, I know how your mind is working with that because that <laughs> is that was such a fantastic uh, uh, speech that he made. And you know the thing about Doug is he's fired up all the time. He's got that booming voice. There's something about a booming voice during times like this. 
Well, I don't know what you're talking about there, Barbara. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what you mean by that, Barbara. Is that authoritarian? Get it done, boys. You know what I'm saying? Barbara, let me ask you. Did you did you go to the rally? Did you go to the Trump rally in Pennsylvania? No, I did not go did to not. the rally. I watched it from beginning to end, all of it. And um, Oh, it was sweet. Absolutely fantastic. I did not know I had some other things I needed to do. But I know the team to be there. Hey, Barbara, Barbara, uh, Newsmax kicked the snot out of uh, Fox News on Saturday night running uh, the Trump rally. Thought you should know. Well, you know, Fox News is going to get, they're getting the, kick, the, the snot kicked out of him. You've got a great lineup over there on Newsmax. I know I, we do. I caught, yes, I caught Wendy Bell, and I tell you what, Wendy Bell oh. is smashing it on the radio. She's smashing it. Barbara, She's Barbara, smashing. I'm going to tell you, Wendy Bell is uh, the real deal. I wrote her the other day. I said, yes, I, you, I mean, that girl needs a show Yes, on, on TV. Oh. She's got Newsmax, and she can do, I'm telling you, she's. Because she's so real. She's just, yeah. she, you know, and uh, I called in and left a message, and yeah. she actually called me back on Monday. I couldn't believe it. I said, Wait, Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I'm amazed she has any ratings because America hates women. They just hate, <laughs> hate them, hate them, hate them. Uh, you know, I heard Dan Cox went to the Trump rally. I, I didn't, I'm not sure, I was really yes, busy last did. night. He's I did an not, appearance on Newsmax right before the rally. Yeah, uh, he but did. I heard. And, and, I texted. And, I texted him and his people. I said, "Are you going to the rally?" He says, "Oh yeah, we're booked." And I said, "Good. He's embracing it. He yes, knows. He, yeah. he knows." And the message he needs to understand is anybody who uh, even the slight hesitation doesn't mean that they don't need to be brought along. But you need to, the people who are hesitating with something to connect to Trump. I noticed that a lot of the people here, uh, the you know, with the mainstream ones, you know, the ones that Joe Biden wants to work with. Those, those Republicans, the people who are not MAGA, MAGA is what's going to take us, making America great again. I, you know, I like, I like saying the whole phrase, make America great again is what's going to take well, you know, over the top. They you know, you're a fascist. Top. Barbara, you're a fascist. You're a fascist MAGA <laughs> I'm Republican. A I'm a you, thank you. I'm a patriot. I love this country. And I tell you what, uh, you know, we've got too much violence. We're going to have to go back and take care of that petty crime. You cannot have even yeah. the smash and grab. Yeah. Everything has to stop. Dead stop. No more. Barbara, now, now, Barbara, you live in, you live in, uh, and you need to get your own talk show too, by the way. Uh, oh, God. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> yeah, I think you are, because uh, you're you're trying to out talk me here. What the hell? Anyway, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but Baltimore. I mean, listen, oh, uh, you're looking at Dan Cox's opponent. They're not saying a thing about crime. They're not saying a damn thing. The Democrat Party's not saying a damn thing about the crime problem that they've created. And that's the number one thing people want. There's no reason to vote Democrat if you want, if you, if you want Baltimore to turn around and you want to be safe again and you want to be able to go downtown and see a baseball game, whether it be yes. Chicago, whether it be Baltimore, whether that be wherever, if you vote Democrat, you're screwing yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because here we have a winning team. We've got the Ravens is a good team. I remember going to the stadium. And yeah. you know, baseball is always best from the stadium where you can get the hot dog, even though they're expensive. It's great going to, the, to a baseball game. And it's just really something that we have one of the most beautiful stadiums. Both of them are beautiful. Yeah, and yeah. The environment, the water, everything, the harbor. And you can't walk safely in that environment. That is a shame before God. 
And if we don't take this state back, if we don't, Woo! all I can say is I'm leaving. I got to go. You got to be a campaign manager, Barbara. You got to, you got to get on, seriously, you need to get on a campaign. You need to make, because you, you motivate me. You inspire me. I told you that you are the template. You are the template to what we need to do in the country. And you know what, Barbara? I don't hate you because you're a woman. I don't hate you for, because you're a, a person of color. When I see you, I see a patriotic America who, American who never hated America despite the class of 1968 telling you for the last 20 years you should sit during the national anthem. I, I like to say, and I don't know if you heard my talk, I said, you know, there is no better place in America for a person, or in the world, for a person of color to live. And everybody goes, oh, that's racist and racist. Well, show me the Jesse Owens from Zambia. Show me the Martin Luther King Jr. from Namibia. Come on. And you know what, Tim? I won the Brittany. Brittany, uh, they got locked up. Over there in that Russian Brittany Griner. Yeah. You know what? I'm telling you right now. I bet she wished with all of her heart. Her, I remember she's one of the ones that kneeled for the flag. She wouldn't acknowledge the flag, acknowledge the country and stuff. And look at where she is now. And nobody can get her out of that. That yeah, is I know. unbelievable. And listen, I, I I think she's being overpunished. I she I think she needs to be oh, let absolutely. out. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not oh, I'm no, not I wishing this punishment on anybody. I don't give a rat's behind if you want to vape pot. That's fine. But when you go into a country like that, you got to know what you're going to get. You got to know the rules and follow yeah. the rules. That's that's the, it's the same attitude of what we're looking at right now. These young people or people who are out on the street, these criminals. I mean, these career criminals. This is something that has, has permeated society and it has to be rooted out you're not we're not going to be able to exist with this hey barbara listen we got we got to run we got to run we got to run thanks so uh, much for taking my call barbara now listen 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 we're, we're in a battle here and i'm gonna i'm gonna do my very best to to fight for inspiring both parties to come together for loving america i i am officially making you a general in the in the army to turn the country around democrats republicans liberals conservatives screw the left yeah. That's They're done. Right, that's right, because I'm a black American, and and I'm telling you, love of God and love of country, we need to get back to where it was as far as being a country that's producing, everybody working, making money, things were doing good, and get rid of this crime. All right, all right, all right. Life. General Barbara, I want to thank right. you for joining me on the show today. God bless, Godspeed, keep up the good fight. We're going to win this. We're going to win this in November, Barbara. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's the Rob Carson Show. In case you haven't heard, uh, Queen Elizabeth II died peacefully at Balmoral. She had been uh, the queen of, uh, of England for 70-plus years, just over 70 years. Uh, clearly, a uh, uh, probably the the biggest one of the more uh, historical figures to pass away in uh, in recent memory. I mean, I'm not meaning to take anything away from anyone. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on the royals. I'm not going to go through a bunch of tributes and all of this because it's it's honestly it's like hiring someone uh, you know who is uh, didn't know your your mom to do the wake. It's it's it doesn't you know it's not going to do her justice. And, and those who are uh, big followers and fans of the royal family uh, subjects, if you will, uh, obviously this is going to be a, a very earth shattering event for you. Um, and Charles, by the way, and and as long as I can remember, uh, Prince. Charles was going to be the king of England, and for a very long time, uh, England has not had a king. That is uh, gigantic. And, of course, uh, we know this is ceremonial. 
uh, largely. I won't say that it uh, it is without uh, legislative uh, impact to have a member of the royal family uh, there as the as the head of the uh, of the monarchy. But uh, I, I did see Andy No had a really beautiful picture this morning on uh, Twitter. And outside of Buckingham Palace this morning, they uh, uh, and it's a be- it's a beautiful picture. I'll post it on my social media at Rob Carson Show, but it's a, 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 a view of the distance. There's a double rainbow above or near Buckingham Palace with a beautiful white cumulus cloud right up through the middle of it. It's, it's stunning, and uh, some view it as a representation of uh, the Queen and Prince Philip being reunited. And, and listen, I I am a Big believer in God. I am a big, big, big believer in uh, uh, God sending you messages and <clears throat> and and saving you. I think I'm a walking uh, testimony to that because I was. Uh, there's no reason I should have been here, and uh, a lot of things have happened. Uh, you know, like the last few years ago. I mean, uh, haven't gotten into it, but I'll I'll explain it to you. But it's more about her certainly than me. But I, I believe, and you know, yeah, <clears throat> maybe it was, maybe it was. In, and then the, the atheists like Bill Maher, hey, you're just taking a weather thermometer phenomenon, and you're just you're you're just making it like it's some sort of message from God. You know, well, uh, gay people took the rainbow, so there you go. What do you want? <laughs> <clears throat> kind of appropriated a weather phenomena there, but uh, and I don't care. You can have the rainbow. I really don't care. It doesn't matter. All right. Uh, where are we going to go next? Because I've got a ton of stuff to get to. Ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of stuff. I do want to get into some uh, red hot uh, voter fraud uh, stuff. And, and it's verified. It is verified. Uh, I know that I'm not supposed to talk about that because, you know, uh, it's uh, disinformation and misinformation. It's also, uh, it's also my really well-informed opinion that the 2020 election was stolen. But uh, it is kind of funny. Project Veritas um, released an undercover audio of Democrat South Carolina state representative and U.S. Senate candidate Christy Matthews, and she was trashing white people. Now, I will, uh, I don't have the, I got the audio, you can't hear it, so I'm just going to read what she said. <clears throat> she said, listen to this, listen to this, Whitey, you want, uh, listen to Whitey, just real quick, okay? My district is slightly Republican, and it's heavily white, Matthews told an undercover uh, uh, uh Project Veritas journalist, I'm no stranger to white people. I'm from a mostly white town. She continued, and let me tell you one thing. You ought to know who you're dealing with. Like, you got to treat them, that is white people, them, us, like SH. She said, I mean, that's the only way they'll respect you. I guess I didn't know that. I, I, okay, I, sorry, um, I always thought disrespect was a bad thing, but I guess uh, I needed to be treated like SH so uh, that that I I could respect people who treat me like crap. Yeah, that makes sense. Christy Matthews proceeded to tell the uh, journalist that she keeps white people under her thumb, by the way. Uh, Otherwise, they, quote, get out of control like kids. (laughs) That's that's fantastic. I'm, I'm white, and I didn't even know that. I just, I had no idea when somebody treats me like SH that I should uh, respect you more when you do that. And also, I I didn't realize I should be under the thumb of some uh, politician so I don't get out of control like some kid. That's that's something, that's a lot of love for her constituents there in, uh, 
in South Carolina. Yeah, she uh, she uh, also they leaked audio of a phone call with an inmate at Perry Correctional Institution calling for secret sleepers to infiltrate the South Carolina Republican Party. She said uh, uh, basically uh, uh, you got to you need some sleepers like you need them to run on the other side, even though they are on our side and we need them to win. So get you to claim your you know for certain things, and then when you get elected, do something completely different which is what Democrats always do anyway. Kind of funny that way. What have we learned today so far? Well, that America hates women. We know, we know that. And now we know that uh, white people, you got to treat them like SH. It's the only way they'll respect you. And you got to be under other people's thumbs. Otherwise, you'll act like children. That's kind of interesting. Man, I've been on the planet for a while. I just discovered this. Coming up, Dave Rubin. Don't go anywhere. Rob Carson Show. Joining me on the phone, one of my favorite personalities on social media, on uh, on the web, Dave Rubin, host of the Rubin Report, also the author of Don't Burn This Country. He joins us live after a month off the grid. Seriously? You took a month Seriously, off? Seriously, man. Rob, I went off for a month. This is the sixth year that I've done it. No TV, no news, no current events. Uh, this year was a little different than the five previous years where I have literally locked my phone in a safe. Wow. And had no connection whatsoever. We usually we go to we've gone to Bora Bora or, you know, Mexican rainforest really disappear uh, this year. As I was telling you right before we started, uh, we had a baby. So yeah. I did have to have a phone available for emergencies, yeah. and parents calling and people in town and doctors and things of that nature. But I had no idea about the news until I got back on September 1st. So even this Trump wow. Mar-a-Lago thing, yeah. I had not heard about it. I had not heard about absolutely anything. And guess what, man? <laughs> what? The world keeps going. The world keeps going, whether you're talking about it or listening or not. And yeah. taking a little time off, it gives you a little bit of... Uh, I would say a little bit of a force field from the nonsense when you step away. Yeah, and you know, if you really wanted to be invisible in a place that nobody would see you, uh, Joe, Ryden, uh, Joe Biden's rally in uh, Pennsylvania on Monday. <laughs> did you see that? I've seen bigger crowds at a Payless shoe opening. Man, it's so depressing what's going on <laughs> with this guy. You know, I said on my show earlier in the week, I said that I believe at this point, and I don't mean this to be sarcastic or hyperbolic, I believe he is the worst president in U.S. history, but it is not just because of the obvious things, yeah. the economy, the supply chain, the disaster in Afghanistan, you know, all of the stuff that we see. It's it's more than that. It's that we don't know anything about Joe Biden anymore. No. What do you think Joe Biden really stands for? What do you think Joe Biden really believes? What do you think he knows now that he knew then? We don't know what he knows. We don't no. know what's going on with his brain. So to say he's the worst president, it's like I'm saying basically he's nothing at this point, And that's why he can't get 20 people to show up anywhere. Meanwhile, yeah. the same night, Trump was drawing, what, 20, 25,000 somewhere. In, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, what about John Fetterman as well? And and I, you know, I, I don't understand why we are so terrified to mention the emperor's clothes. We certainly have with Joe Biden and now John Fetterman, who can barely speak. And, and I I don't care about John Fetterman. I think he's a loser. I think he's a he's a trust fund baby. He uh, ran a tiny town into the toilet. Uh, he is a socialist. He's he's uh, 51 years old. He still has experimental facial hair. That's another thing that you could, could keep him from office. But but I mean, honestly, this is cruel and unusual and if the democrat party would allow it to happen with joe biden certainly they'll do it with fetterman i think the next step is is putting people in office who are in persistent vegetative states we're that close what are your thoughts on fetterman oh well for the record i would prefer persistent vegetative state than most of the clowns (laughs) that they're putting up there that persistent vegetative state would be a pleasure um look fetterman you know I, I actually I haven't followed the race too closely, but obviously in yeah. the last little while, you know, now there's a lot of videos surfacing. Something seems wrong with the guy. Yeah. Quite honestly, he's you know, Biden has trouble speaking because he's having whatever's going on with him cognitively or, or yeah. else. Yeah. However else. But Fetterman seems very confused, seems over his head. I mean, way well, he, over you know, his he had head. a stroke. And, yeah. and the thing is, my mom, my mom had a stroke and she lived the last seven years of her life dealing with that. And it was mostly physical for her. Her brain is sharp as a tack. Fetterman can't talk. Yeah, that I mean, that should disqual if, if the Democrat Party had any decency. And obviously they don't. They would say, we need to, Mr. Fetterman needs to step aside, focus on his recovery, and here is the candidate we will put in place. I don't understand how they think that, even with the outside spending and everything, he can win. Well, you know, there's something very bizarre about the Democrats, and this has been going on for a long time, but the more extreme you are, the seemingly more compromised you are, the more buffoonish you are, all of those things, it works to your advantage in the Democrat Party. And, you know, him having a stroke or having whatever these these speech issues are, I mean, the speech from a few days ago was just absolutely appalling. It was as if he had no idea uh, no. what he was talking about or where he was. I don't mean that to be glib or mock no. any medical issue he might be having. Uh, but in their weird worldview where uh, they love victimhood, if there is something that they can perceive to be wrong with him, oh. that is more important to them than whether the policies are good or whether he's functional or anything else. So it's it's all very bizarre, but it's consistent with what's happening with the Democrat Party, unfortunately. Well, look about AOC. AOC, she's on the cover of a GQ, which, by the way, Unreal. for her cover, she's uh, the magazine's identifying as uh, as uh, Vanity Fair. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so she says that uh, she can't ever be president because uh, America hates women. Did you have a mother? I did have a mother. I'm not a biologist, but uh, I did you my hate her? Was a chick. Did you hate her? I did not hate my mother. I just saw really? her last week. I love her very much. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nonsense. But but again, John, uh, sorry, Rob, this is what they've got. This yeah. is what they've got. You know, it's like, oh, I'm a woman, so that's bad now, and no one will vote for me. You know, the article actually, which I read several of the excerpts from. Yeah, it, it's really revealing to her thinking because I don't know if you saw this, but what? there was a moment in it where she says basically. You know, she'd sort of like to be president. She likes the idea. The problem is that with the courts and the Senate getting in her way, she doesn't know that she could accomplish that much. <laughs> that, doesn't that sound like the worst sort of authoritarian thing you can say? I mean, that's, well, that's Palpatine, lady. But it's already, that's already happening. <laughs> right. Thank God for the courts. Thank God for the Senate. Thank God for checks and balances yeah. and separation of power. But what she's showing you is that beneath the very thin veneer of tolerance oh. and decency of yes. progressives lies always, it always is, if you can peel off that very thin veneer, there's always an authoritarian there. So she's yeah. saying, 
Ah, I don't know if I could run because I couldn't do everything I wanted. Wow. Well, that's that's quite telling. You came back from your uh, your month off unplugged, and you get word of the Mar-a-Lago raid, and then Joe Biden's speech, painting uh, Independence Hall blood red, uh, and yep. delivering a, a hate speech. A very, I'll just say, I'm not afraid to say Hitlerian. I'm not afraid to say Stalinistic because we have to look at history. Joe Biden has already used the words of Stalin in disinformatia, uh, and so. I don't care if you have a $1,200 smartphone. Uh, history can happen here like it has in the past. Let's start with the raid on Mar-a-Lago, where it is right now, special master in the whole deal. What have you uh, taken away from what has happened thus far? Well, first, you might be surprised to hear that when I was told about the Mar-a-Lago raid, and I again, I was back on September 1st, the Mar-a-Lago raid happened around the 5th or the 6th. I really wasn't surprised. There is nothing that uh. these people won't do in their conquest for power so why would it surprise me that they would raid Mar-a-Lago? Why would it surprise me that the IRS announced 87,000 new armed agents to look into our finances? None of that surprises me at all. As for the Biden uh, speech, I said it on my show just the way you said it. I said it was Hitler-esque. It really was. But I think the key thing, Rob, to understand is that a lot of people I saw on Twitter and elsewhere, a lot of people were saying, boy, this speech the speechwriter really did a poor job and the optics of it were terrible. The, you know, whoever put the package together really made a mistake. But no, it's intentional. Yeah. And you must understand that these people, we may not like them. We may think they're idiots, but but if they're idiots, well, they've accomplished an awful lot. They oh. destroyed an awful lot. So you better give them credit. So when Biden on one sentence will say, hey, I'm the I'm the here for decency and solidarity and bring the country together. And then literally the next sentence will say, the ultra mega Republicans should not be part of, you know, decent discourse. It's by design. It's a yeah. constant attack on your senses. So that's why the red, that blood red background, which was right out of V for Vendetta or oh, yeah. Hitler's speech <laughs> yes. or a Mussolini speech. I mean, that moment in V for Vendetta, if you know what I'm talking about, yeah. it's, it's right out of that. I know. And it's intentional. They are trying to throw this stuff in our face. And believe it or not, John, they are everything that they purported. Uh, sorry, I called you John again. Uh, Rob, I just spoke that's to you. That's okay. John. My middle name is my, my middle name is John. Yeah, my middle name is John. Rob, Rob. So that, that's uh, fine, Bill. I think you're a great TV okay. host. What do you do? I'm just kidding. Uh, let, <laughs> It's all by design. That's my point. Well, you know, and, and I said this yesterday, and I don't do hyperbole to be hyperbolic. I don't do I don't do yeah. bomb, bombast for bombast sake. I just said, here, let's do this, and, and it amazed. It, it was actually quite amazing. I said, replace the word MAGA Republicans with Jews. I said, yep. replace the the uh, MAGA Republicans with Uyghurs. It's and then you go, oh my God, he just said Jews are the enemy of the state. Yep. And and I got, you know there's nothing wrong with that comparison. There is nothing wrong. We have been called Nazis. We have been called white supremacists. We've been called fascists. All of these things. Uh, what he said during that speech has to be considered unacceptable. Now the only people I see parroting it are MSNBC and CNN. I think yep. that a lot of people, Nancy Pelosi and others, although she said she thought it was whatever about the people, they're standing back because they are letting him plant the mines and he's going to take the flack and they will decide whether they want to move forward with him. That's what I, I believe. I, I think that's actually, yeah, I think that's a really good analysis that, that basically he doesn't realize it, but in essence he's dead man walking because whether he makes it to 2024 or not he's obviously not running again by choice or possibly not by choice i mean yeah. whether he fully breaks down before that so i think what they're doing with him basically is they're just throwing in everything it's the kitchen sink with him 
knowing that it doesn't really matter because uh-uh. Joe Biden won't matter to them. What matters to them is the destruction of our institutions. What matters to them is their ability to take over all of government and use it against the people. 87,000 new IRS agents. If your takeaway after the last two and a half years is that we need more government regulators looking into us for more money, I I don't know what planet you're on. Yeah, and also look at, I just want you to look at this. This this is purely, uh, this should be fairly obvious. uh, 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 Joe Biden went on vacation on the Monday that Mar-a-Lago was raided. Uh, during that same time, he came back briefly to sign the Inflation Reduction Act, which had nothing to do with inflation. It's very, very Soviet. <laughs> Duh. Very, very Soviet. Then he used the executive order to wipe away $1 trillion worth of student debt before coming back from vacation for day, two days and going to Delaware again. So clearly, I mean, clearly there's puppet masters involved here. And I do believe in, with every ounce of my being, it starts with Barack Obama, the fundamental transformation of America. He is the first progeny of the class of 1968. He is the first person who has been the president of that class. And so, go ahead. Well, no, I I think you're right. I mean, look, Joe Biden is not running the show. That's very obvious. Joe Biden is reading albeit poorly, the, the words they put in front of him. But that's, it's not coming from Joe Biden. The driving force of what's happening in America is not because of the vision of Joe Biden. The question is, is it the Barack Obama vision as you're laying out? Yeah. Is it whatever's left of the Clinton thing? Is there some combination of both of those? Is it the World Economic Forum? I don't know what the full answer to that is. Yeah. I tend to think you're right. He's just an extension of the nonsense of the Obama administration. But either way, the fact that we even have to talk about it like that, I think, is very dangerous when a whole bunch of people are going, you know, in essence, the president's not the president. Yeah, he's sitting at the desk, but he's not the president. Well, that's, that's a problem well, for the long term health of a society. If Joe Biden were operating uh, unilaterally, uh, he would start every day with a speech saying, we're having pudding for dinner. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And maybe Rice a day. and maybe oops, I made a poopy. Maybe I'm just saying maybe. Uh, let me ask you just real quick as we wrap things up. What do you think is going to happen in November? Uh, I know they're doing everything they can level best to make it sound like there was a blue wave, blue wave coming. Um, and I know that's all nonsense. What, what do you get from your viewers, your listeners, the people you're in touch with as with regard to the fire in the nation's belly with the direction of the country? Look, we all live in our own bubbles to some extent, whether that's online or real life. As you know, I'm a new Floridian. You know, everyone I meet around here, uh, whether they're literally the plumber that's working in my house right now or the contractor or when I go out. I mean, everybody loves Ron DeSantis here. Everyone really. There is such and I'm not just talking about fans and people that know me when I just strike up a conversation with someone at a bar or a restaurant. There is such a feeling and an appreciation of, uh, you know, this man and, and what he's done for this state and, in essence, what he did for the country, because somebody had to lead. And it certainly wasn't going to be Joe Biden. I think that by conventional thinking, there certainly will be a red wave because incumbent parties always do, sure. you know, very poorly in the off year. So just I mean, that happened to Trump. It happened to Obama. It happened to Clinton. It's just how it is. Happened to George W. Bush. Um, but that being said, you've got to give the devil his due. These people, whether they have yeah. to bring back COVID or scare the hell out of you with monkeypox yeah. or do something with mail-in ballots or they start yeah. a, a hotter war in Ukraine or mm. God knows what. 
I think it's just very important that we keep our eye on the ball. And even here in Florida, yes. where we know DeSantis is going to crush, make sure you vote, people. Make sure you vote. I just got a new poll out from uh, Trafalgar Group. They say that Charlie Crist's chance of winning the governorship has fallen from snowball's chance in hell to snowflake's chance in hell. This could change <laughs> at any time, though, Dave. It could I change. Still think, I still think that's a bit much. But I will tell you this, when I walk my dog, there is one clown in my neighborhood with a Charlie Chris sign. And it's like, I, I just need to meet this person. I ha- like, I just have to say to them, what, what possibly could in the freest state in the nation where you can do whatever you want, where you have no income tax, if you want to wear a mask and put a saran wrap bag on your head, you can. You're voting for Charlie Chris. Yes, what? yes. All right. Well, that's. Uh, I appreciate your time today, Dave. It was great to talk to you. Uh, where can everybody find the Ruben Report? Rob, because the Internet is crumbling at a very fast rate yeah. and I don't have any faith in Twitter or YouTube, please join us at rumble.com slash Ruben Report, R-U-B-I. Do not miss it. I greatly appreciate it. Godspeed. God bless. Have a glorious weekend with the new baby. And congratulations. That's the plan, man. It's a glorious a thing, of, bro. A lot of pooping and peeing. Plus, we got a kid now. All right. Oh, yeah. And then Joe Biden. All right. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's The Rob Carson Show. Uh, I want to thank Dave Rubin for being on the show. Uh, amazing. Check out uh, uh, the Rubin Report on Rumble. He's, I just really enjoy the work he does. Uh, before we go, let's talk a little bit of uh, voter fraud. Does it exist, right? No, it does. It actually uh, caused the theft of the 2020 election. Just what makes this senile old man think he can be pres when he can't. Everyone knows this man can't. Keep from pooping his pants. He won the live vote, the dead guy vote, the fake ballots pulled out of the sky vote. He isn't really president, just a resident. He was chosen by mail. Hail! The only thing that he knows how to do every day screwing me and you only thing that joe can do is to fail this is jim gossett by the way mom and dad no i i I really mean it dems have got no hope with this old dope he has not met a gal that he won't grow Biden has got a broken brain. His VP is lame. Kamala's been a big flop. Whoops, there goes Biden on the ground. On his keister, Joe is usually found. Whoops, Joe Biden, he is going kerflop. So, uh... When Ann Hill requested a copy of East Lansing, Michigan's voter rolls, she found 9,000 ineligible voters on East Lansing's official voter rolls. A full 36% of the city's 26,000 voter registrants should not be on the rolls. Worse, 1,935, 21% of those ineligible registrants voted in the 2020 election. Well, that's kind of weird. You know, on top of all the other millions of votes that were uh, voted, you know, that were uh, cast illegally, that I have uh, evidence of that a court has not heard yet. Uh, yeah, they stole the election, and their ballots were counted. By the way, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, and then a whole bunch of oddities and anomalies happened in the city, home to Michigan State University. Fifty registered voters were listed as residents at non-existent addresses, along with non-existent street, Cherry Lane. Old Cherry Lane. You betcha. You ever been up to Cherry Lane? Uh, near Blueberry Hills, really nearby. Uh, Fifteen of those registrants voted absentee in 2020. And uh, she contacted the elections clerk. Maybe the residents were out of country, the military. She possibly, and she checked. Only one of those voters met the age criteria for active military service. She drove to the site where the votes were cast, the address. It was a park. Signage indicated Cherry Lane traversed uh, through there until its demolition in 2011. 12 years ago, Hill turned her attention to the university dormitories. She called the assistant vice president for community relations, government relations, and the person confirmed that 22 of MSU's 28 dormitories were closed during COVID. All right? So they were lights out. Nobody living there. Still showed 1,738 voter registrants recorded as living in the closed dorms. 276 of those registrants cast voted uh, votes that counted. I still say it was stolen, and you're never going to stop me because I have the evidence and the common sense to win the argument. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show today. Make sure to podcast. Check it out. It's called The Rob Carson Show Podcast. It's growing by leaps and bounds. Let's get to a million downloads a month. We're real close. NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts. Do it today. Share it with others. God bless you and your family, the unborn, our military, our first responders. And until tomorrow, which is Friday, woo, don't catch the stupid. See you then.